What's up, everyone? Welcome to Sports Card Madness, the podcast that covers the entire collectible space, including sports cards, business, technology, and more. Now brought to you in partnership with Fanatics Live. For this episode, LZ and I sat down and reflected on the last six months of doing this podcast, why we got it started, and what some of our favorite guests were. We even kind of like opened the curtain a little bit into how we got some of the guests like Adrian Dantley and uh, Walt Frazier and others. So hopefully you guys find this pretty cool. Um, we we just hadn't had a chance to reflect on anything, and it's been just such a crazy ride, and the viewership's gone up, and we just wanted to pause and just kind of like talk about where we've been and where we think the pod's going to go. So hopefully you enjoy it. Before we dive in, I've got a big ask for the audience. If you could take a few seconds and go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and either follow us or subscribe to us, that would be super helpful for the pod. Even leaving us a five-star review would be amazing. This will help keep the podcast coming every Friday. Thanks, everyone. Kick is on the way, and it is What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Sports Card Madness. I'm here with LZ, as always, and we've got a cool episode today. So LZ and I were just talking, and it's been such a sprint getting this podcast out to the world and just kind of grinding and getting everything out every Friday. We haven't had a chance to kind of reflect at all on on the journey we've been on and the guests that we've met and all the crazy things things that have come from just deciding to pick up a microphone and talk about sports cards. So we thought it'd be cool to just let you guys in on the action. We literally didn't talk at all before this, and we're going to kind of like react now. Um, so LZ, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, Nick. Um, it, it It's interesting, right? I think the busier you get in life, you realize that sometimes the important things you need to schedule them right? And this is one thing where when you're in go, go, go mode and you never take time to reflect or maybe even celebrate some of the the wins that we've had, uh, all of a sudden, you know, five years could go by and you're like, shoot, I, we didn't, we didn't self-reflect. We didn't celebrate. So Nick and I were talking about how we literally had to schedule some time to do some reflection. So this is going to be, this is going to be good. This is going to be, uh, um, I don't know, probably a little emotional because this has been a, this has been just a, a wild ride. It's been really enjoyable, at least on my end. I'm sure it's been on your end too, Nick. So let's get into it. Let's just share our, our thoughts. It's, it's been a great, what has it been a half a year? It's been a yes. half a year. Yeah. It's been yeah. six months. It's been six months. This started with, I mean, I was, I think I was like sitting by my pool and I'm like, you know what? I have, I have so much to say about sports cards. I'm yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta do this. And I started thinking of like intro music and then I texted you and I'm like, LZ, you want to like, I don't know, do a podcast with me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. The rest. Heck of the yeah. Let's, let's do it. I mean, we both enjoy talking. <laughs> I think it's our personalities. So this is, sure. this is a no brainer for us. Um, Nick and I are both just music junkies and Nick, even, you know, on his social media, he's learning to play guitar. He's getting pretty good at it. Um, we grew up in the eighties and nineties and one of the people that I really look up to when I think of music and more just like art forms and, and whatnot is, uh, Rick Rubin. 
Rick Rubin is, geez, uh, I would say 90s and 2000s, probably the greatest music producer of of those uh, of that generation, especially like the, you know, the grunge. And um, he was very influential in, in hip hop. Like, you know, he produced the Beastie Boys and, and LL Cool J and Red Hot Chili Peppers, Metallica, like the list goes on and on and on and on. And it seems like I'm rambling on, but I pay attention a lot to Rick Rubin, uh, you know, read his books, pay attention to articles and interviews and whatnot. And he, he said something that actually like really hit home and, and it kind of resurfaced over the last, let's say a couple of weeks. I've, I've seen, I've seen the quote again, very successful guy. And you're, you're thinking like, how does he produce these incredible albums for these musicians? And what he said was when he produces an album, he doesn't do it for anyone other than himself. He produces an album and he just pours his heart and his energy into it and his time and um, into an album. And when he feels it's ready for himself, that he loves it, then he releases it. And I, I, again, I, I just recently heard it again and it got me thinking like, that's what Nick and I wanted to do with this, with this podcast. Uh, we want to do something that wasn't forced that we had like an agenda. It was just like me and him love talking about sports cards. We love talking about sports. We love talking about all different topics. I think um, our listeners have probably seen that we've been like intertwining, like even like business a little bit too, and kind of understanding how people kind of, um, run their businesses related to the sports card industry. Um, so again, we didn't want to force it. And as we do each one of these episodes, like even including this one, like as soon as we feel it's ready and we, you know, we edit some things, right. Because, you know, there's always some little glitches, then we release it and we hope that people love it. And the good thing is, is that I think, I think people do like it. It's, it's great. We're, we're, uh, we've been receiving a lot of feedback and, and we'll get into that feedback too, but I just wanted to kind of open up with that because when Nick and I were, were planning on doing this is um, we just wanted to, we wanted to do something for ourselves and and hopefully everyone else would love it. And I, I think we're, right. I think we're doing that. Yeah, yeah. Like if you told me six months ago that in your first half of a year doing this, you were going to speak to two hall of fame NBA players and the CEO of PSA and collectors, you and, you know, other big, you know, some of the biggest people at the biggest auction houses, biggest collectors in the world. I'd have been like, nah, it's not going to happen. But as you say, I, I selfishly wanted to talk to Walt Frazier and it worked Absolutely. out. You know, we made a connection <laughs> yeah. uh, through a mutual connection and, and it just happened. And I mean, I was like mesmerized talking to him and Adrian Danley too. And mm -hmm. um, like you say, you know, we, we just like, we've just been putting episodes out that we would like, <laughs> you know, like I wanted yeah. to talk to an ex-grader. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I guess hopefully the audience likes it too. And it's been, you know, we've grown really steadily. Like that first episode, you know, we probably had like, I don't know, 10 listeners, probably half of them were family, mm -hmm. you know, and yep. neither me or you don't really have that big of an Instagram following. We have a small following, but, um, you know, this has grown really organically now to where episodes are getting much, much more downloads uh, per episode. So you know, hopefully we're doing something right. But like you say, it's, we're kind of having fun with this and I guess we're letting every, everybody else in on the fun. 
Yeah. And, and we've learned so much, right? If, if again, back to that first episode, we did that first episode actually in studio. Um, but since then we've, we've done a lot of them just from our own homes because we've learned about the technology involved in a podcast and how to edit and, uh, the microphones and the headsets and all that. And it's, it's just kind of been a, a cool ride just to figure out how, how all of this works and doing it in a professional way. And I'll speak for, for Nick on this one that where our hope is that everyone gets better. Every single episode gets better and better and better with our quality and guests and what we talk about. So, um, yeah, that's, that's been, that's been great. Um, you know, you mentioned a couple of the, of the, of the guests, like, do you mind if I like reflect on a couple of them? Right. No, um, don't, don't reflect, man. Don't reflect. Of course. Let's see what you got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it's just, it, it, it's amazing that, that we landed Adrian Dantley so early to come on. That's just a testament to like him, the type of person he is. Mm. Um, like Nick, you're, I'll give you full credit. You're really good at, at getting us guests much better than me. Um, and you just like reached out to him and he like immediately said, yes. Like you didn't, you know, it wasn't even like he had to pull his teeth and like, he didn't, he, he was dodging you for a couple of weeks. He was like, he, sure. he called me. I was, <laughs> I, I got a regular call from, from Baltimore, the Baltimore area where he lives. Just, you know, I thought it was spam. I picked up, Hey, is this Nick? Yeah, this is Nick. Uh, this is Adrian. I'm like Adrian, Adrian Dantley. You sent me a letter. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. You mean like Hall of Fame Adrian Dantley calling me right now? So yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Yeah. And he was great. He just like opened up, big smile on his face, you know, and 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 then it just kind of snowballed after that, right? That I think that I think that episode, I mean, what was that? Was that our second or third episode? That yeah, was, it was very early on. It was early. It was like third, fourth, something like that. Yeah. Very early. I think that gave us the confidence to then just, all right, we can get Adrian Dantley that easy. Like we're, we're going to let, let's go, let's go. Let's, let's reach out. The worst thing that can happen is that is they say no. And yeah. you know, LZ and I have, have shot for the moon on some and we mm -hmm. haven't, you know, but we've done well with others. So yeah, it's been not fun. yet. Now you'll continue to shoot for the moon with That's some right. of those. And those, those people will get back to us eventually. I know it. <laughs> um, but I, I think, well, another thing too, around Dantley and then we realized, oh, wow, we can actually get some guests. Like this is going to be great was um, Nick and I always, when we started this thing, we, we had this idea of it was going to be a lot of Nick and I, and we would kind of bring um, just people in from time to time. And we, and we realized uh, the dynamic between me and you versus, you know, bringing on these guests and, um, I mean, we see the numbers with the downloads and the listens and, uh, it's a good, it's a good mix between the ones that we do ourselves where it's a bit more, uh, educational for the audience where we try to kind of teach them about some topic or, um, at least maybe give them a, a tip or a trick that maybe they weren't thinking of versus, versus the guests. So the Dantley one sticks out and, and then very soon after you mentioned it, Walt Frazier, I mean, come on now, like Walt Frazier, like, <laughs> like uh, top 10 NBA player of all time. Like he, he's at that level, right? I mean, we could, we could do a list and rank him, but he, he's up there. He, he is, he's close. He's top 10, if not very, very close. Um, just off the cuff. I'm, I'm thinking right now. 
Um, but how much we learned from him, that was like a really good episode. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, actually bring up a, another celebrity that I've learned a little bit of information from. So I brought up Rick Rubin and kind of his theory on, on just creating content and, and why you should do it. The other one that's that's interesting is Larry King. Larry King, uh, CNN interviewer, had had a, a great um, talk show for a long time. And the, the, the success that Larry King had was based off of very little preparation. Like he did it on purpose because when he interviewed people, he wanted it, number one, to sound genuine. When he was like asking them questions, he wanted like him to come off curious. And I think about, and that's like really good advice. I think when when you're interviewing people, you, sh- you need to do some prep, but I think it's important just to go in with like eyes wide open. And with Walt Frazier, there was so much that we learned in that episode about him, like his sneaker deal, right? Um, like that was... I had no idea uh, uh, all about his sneaker deal. So um, that was a big yeah. one. There there are other ones too, and we'll get into it, but I want to make sure I'm not rambling and I give you some time. But that was a, those two really stuck out to me. Yeah. I mean, Walt kind of called out LeBron a little bit and MJ, you know, he was, he was funny about it. He's like, he, he, he said, I'm like the Egyptians. I had no one to copy. I was doing my <laughs> own thing. That's I'm quoting him, I think, pretty closely. And yeah, then that, that is close. Yep. And then uh he's like, you know, and then MJ, you know, he kind of looked to what what Clyde did with the sneaker deal. And then, you know, he just LeBron, all he had to do was follow MJ's, you know, blueprint. But, you know, um, Walt didn't do that. You know, he was doing his own thing and in, in New York City and just kind of enjoying his life. Like you said, he's in his twenties, mm-hmm. metropolitan city, lots of money, lots of fame. Uh, it was just wild. So you know, that, uh, man, I, I think that was one of my favorite episodes too, just because it's just the gravity of it, like talking mm. to an all-time great like that. And by the end of it, you felt like you were friends with him, you know? And this is this is what happens when you, you do a podcast. Typically by the end of an hour with somebody or a half hour with somebody, you really kind of understand each other and you almost do become friends in a way and you follow up. Like Adrian Dantley and I text... <laughs> now and then um, I check on him. He checks on me. That's, that's crazy. And it, it's mm-hmm. kind of cool. You know, it's, it's almost a lesson for us. Like in this, in this world of like Twitter and negativity and things like that, like you can, if you sit down and talk to somebody for a half hour, even if they're very different than you, you can probably come to a place where you're in some sort of agreement with them or like even a friendship can develop. And uh, I'm learning that through the pod, just all these different personalities. It's um, all these connections we're making. It's like super fun. But yeah, Walt was high on the list. I have to say that the big moment for me was one that we just did uh, with Nat Turner. You know, I mean, he is the CEO of PSA. Like how long have me and you been talking about PSA and like the crap we want them to do? And, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, we we, had a couple episodes just about PSA. (laughs) Exactly. Like (laughs) how to submit to PSA. And I think what happened, what happened there, I mean, I, I guess we'll just let the audience in on some of, you know, some of the paths, you know, for booking some of these guests. Like I finished the 1986 Fleer autograph set and I was the first one with 100% in the registry. And I hit up Nat Turner on, on Instagram and said, Hey, check this out. And he was like, Whoa, that's amazing. And I was like, Hey, you know, we'd love to have you on the pod sometime. I had his attention. 
and he was into it and then, you know, got in touch with his booker and and we booked it. So it, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Like if I had never reached out or never done that, we wouldn't have had this pod. And it really, I, I think that that was actually my favorite one just because, um, he shared so much with us, like the innovations. He shared stuff off the mic too, which we can't tell the audience, yeah. mm-hmm. but that was cool too. Like even just like meeting somebody like him and having that casual conversation. And now after six months, I think we're 30-ish episodes in, we basically have 30 people that all 30 of them I could call or text right now. Walt might be a delay, you know? <laughs> um, other than that, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, we can get in touch with any of them and I would be happy to help them with anything. And I'm sure they'd be happy to help us. And it's cool building these like real connections for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walt might be a delay, but Walt is the only guest that invited us to not only his house, but his island. He invited he did? us. I don't know yes, if that was on did. air, but uh, <laughs> he invited us to St. Uh, Croix. Yeah, he um, did. Um, wild man absolutely yeah. wild mm-hmm. yeah the the nat one as well i mean it sticks out first because it was mo- one of our most recent uh topics but i i come from a, a tech background so me being able to geek out with with nat and talk about his innovation one of the i actually sent nat uh a message afterwards he he mentioned in the pod um that when he took over the company there was let's call it 20 engineers and now they have a hundred and coming from a tech background, that's like that, that's, that's a big, big jump in just a couple of years. And I think for the audience, especially people who use PSA, that's an exciting thing to know that he now has a hundred developers working for PSA. Um, he talked about some of the innovations and some of the technology things that they're going to be doing. Um, and you need engineers to do a lot of those. So the fact that he has a team of a hundred now, I think you can expect big things from PSA when it comes to how they're going to utilize their app and their website and just the technology they have with grading. So that yeah, was... he's not, he's not messing around. I mean, no. he's uh, a very successful venture capitalist he started Flatiron health and uh, he's not just going to like, just throw a foosball at the wall at PSA. Like he's, he's doing some cool stuff. Um, I was very, very impressed with their path that he, the plans that he had. So Mm -hmm. super cool, you know, Mm -hmm. really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one that sticks out to me. I mean, they all do it. I would love to just spend this whole episode and literally thank every one of our guests. Um, but especially when we look at like the numbers, I would say before and after we, we, Nick and I always wanted to get a grader on this pod. It's probably, we, we, we talked about it since we started this pod, probably the first episode we had like offline, we were talking about how it would be great to get a grader. And we received a lot of feedback from our listeners about how they would love to see a grader. And then we kind of teased the fact that we were going to have a grader. And then people started firing questions at us. So I think that was an important one in a way. I think that one was probably the episode where maybe like we interacted with our audience like before and after Right. the most was the greater episode. So that definitely sticks out as well. And there were definitely some bombs that got dropped in that episode too, which was really, <laughs> really cool. Um, but you know, that, that just gets to, you know, back to the audience, Nick, I, I think that was a, that was a big one for us yeah for sure yeah i mean that was um part two of the greater app which was kind of like 
the the second half of it plus our reaction to it was by two x two or three x like our best episode ever um and that was very recent it's uh as i say it's this is growing almost exponentially in terms of the audience and you know we appreciate everybody it's it's awesome um it's it's yeah. a fun ride you know i was thinking as as i was talking about you know we've interviewed 30 guests it would be cool someday, you know, I'm not promising this to the audience, but doing some kind of meetup, you know, just getting some past guests that maybe we're all in the same place at the same time, like the national, or if we're not, we could even do like a zoom meetup with some of the audience someday that might be kind of mm -hmm. cool just to kick around some things and um, just talk about what their favorite episodes were and maybe who they want to get us as, you know, who they want us to get as guests. I love that idea. You see that a lot now, actually, where, um, whether it's even just like the local sports radio, especially in Boston, there's a couple a couple stations that do this, and I have there's uh, some very very popular podcasts that that do exactly this. Nick, um, you know, it's like a, a fireside chat type thing, right? Where we we get people together, we hear their feedback, they ask questions, they ask questions of each other. This is really a community that we want to we want to try to build, and we talk about that right. a lot. Is communities on social media and and what have you, but. Um, back to the, back to the audience, it's been, it's just been really great. Like interacting with the audience. Mm. Like we've become friends with a lot of people like hit me up on Facebook or Instagram or, or many, many different avenues. And it, it usually starts with some feedback about the show, but then it gets into like my own PC, my personal collection or their personal collection and maybe how I can help them out or they can help me out. And Hey, um, I'm trying to get this person's autograph. Like and I heard that you did it. Like how, how, what, what did you use to, as some tips and tricks for that? So it's been, it's been really cool. I love helping great. that. I love it. I feel like I've got like this secret book of knowledge and like Harry Potter, like the dark, whatever the dark magic. <laughs> and then they, they reach out. They're like, how did you get this dude? And I'm like, well, let me just open up my book and like, <laughs> let me just tell you about yeah. how to, how to find their address and all this stuff. I love doing that. You know, it, mm -hmm. it's so cool because I think, I mean, it's a surprising amount of inbound uh, that I get, you know, people just like, you know, you inspired me to build my own set in XYZ, man, this is crazy what you've done. How did you get this player? And then we'll get in, this is uh, an idea probably for a future pod. Once a week, I'll get somebody that's like, I got all this stuff, you know, somebody died, somebody inherited this, like they found something. I've got this stash, like, what do I do with it? Like we take for granted LZ, like me and you know what PSA is and we know what grading mm. is and we know what all this stuff is. And this was another huge thread throughout us, like starting this podcast. We wanted this to be for everyone. So if you are not really like, like me and LZ three years ago, we were that person. We didn't know what PSA was and how to submit things. We didn't know anything about this world. And we wanted to make sure this is an accessible like half hour to 45 minutes every Friday where you mm -hmm. can like learn about this world and actually benefit from it. So when these people reach out, it's funny. Now I actually say, Hey, go listen to the episode about how to sell on eBay. Go listen to the episode about how to buy yeah. on eBay. And it yeah. saves me some typing selfishly. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's pretty cool that it's like, what do I do with this collection? And I can walk them through what grading is, what auction houses are and stuff like that. So that's important. I mean, yes, we'll, we'll still have the episodes for the the experts or whatever and mm. and the news you know the, the things that are happening in the hobby but it's important i think to kind of expand the base because i guarantee you the people in the hobby are much smaller than the people outside the hobby so 
that was the idea with this pod is it's for everyone, the entire pie. Yeah. For everyone. If I could touch on that, um, something that came like almost like full circle was so cool. Uh, I, I was talking to my mother uh, a couple of days ago and she's like, I want to start like selling things on eBay. And I was like, Oh really? Like, oh, what do you man. want to start? What do you want to start selling? <laughs> and she's just like, well, you know, I, I really like going to like craft fairs and yard sales. And that got me thinking about like Gary V and everything he's been doing with yard sales and, and, and whatnot, uh, garage sales. And she's like, all right. So I've been like doing some research on like how to sell on eBay. And I was like, well, mom, I, you got to listen to the eBay episode, right? So I was like a full circle, like, hey, mom, let me send you the link. Go and listen to this eBay episode. Oh, um, did she listen to it? Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, she did. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah that's that right. was that was pretty cool. We'll give yeah. uh, Teresa a shout out here. That's awesome. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so we'll have to check in with her, see how uh, see how the eBay oh, that's selling so cool. is going. I did yeah. not know that, LZ. Yeah. That's that's yeah. pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. I've sent some of them to my mom too. It's it's pretty funny. Um, mm -hmm. very cool. You know, the other thing I wanted to bring up that was that, like the biggest surprise for me. Mm -hmm. I think when we started this, I was like, LZ, we're gonna be talking to three people for like two years. You know, this is like a vanity thing. Me and you just we're just gonna get away from our wives to talk about sports cards. And if the listeners come, cool. I did not expect it. So the listeners came, and it's wild. This whole um Fanatics Live uh, partnership thing, you know, I uh, I was I've been obviously in digital marketing, I've been successful for a while, and I have a lot of connections there. And the person who's running the affiliate marketing program, which is falls under digital marketing for Fanatics, was just like, we've got this Fanatics Live app. I don't even know what to do with it, like how to advertise it or anything like that. And I'm like, well, hey, I got a sports card podcast. That's a pretty solid, you know, audience demographic mm -hmm. for you. Why don't we come up with some sort of like agreement, some sort of partnership and that benefits the both of us? And he's like, hell yeah, that sounds great. Um, I guess things are growing so fast there that their their marketing, it's just bananas. They're, you know, they're just trying to figure out what to do with it or whatever. And that was honestly, it was a few emails back and forth, quick phone call. And then bam, we had our first uh, partnership, which is pretty wild. So we did a, we did a social media post to like tease that you yeah. and I, and you like completely caught me off guard with that thing. I was like, <clears throat> I was just like this, it was, yeah, it, it, it was very, very cool. It was very yeah. cool. And it was it's such a surprise. Um, it's a cool first partnership, you know, obviously yeah. we'll have many more down the road. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's been fun to kind of like mm -hmm. work with somebody. And I didn't realize we could build an audience that could like, help somebody out again it's just, we're just two guys talking about sports cards so it's pretty wild yeah yeah that was that was wild um the other thing i wanted to cover a bit here is this this in a way like this show is like this pod has like humbled me a bit it's so it's so funny well it, it certainly humbled me i think in the collectible space like I, I I've never thought that I'm an expert in this space, but I have thought like I've known enough. Right. And I've, I've taken my licks and made some mistakes, but geez, like you're catching up with you regularly and, and all of our guests. Like I realize like how much there is to learn in this space. And I love the fact that our pod has like expanded a bit and the audience is still reacting in a positive way to it. Like we started out talking about, like how to collect and, and how to grade. 
But now, like I mentioned, right, we're interviewing um, shop owners and how they like run their business. And we're interviewing, you know, lots of people on, on um, how they run their business or how they um, create content in the space. And it's just all very interesting. And, and then certainly the Nat Turner one, right, with, with how PSA grades and runs their business. So that, that has been humbling. And then the other thing that's been really humbling is my kids, they give me feedback on the episodes, right? So especially my daughter, um, you know, for those, for those that, that actually watch us on YouTube and actually see the video, like I, I have a big smile, right? And my daughter like calls me out when I'm like smiling too much. So it's like, yeah, it's just funny how like- She gave me some know. feedback too, buddy. Did she? She gave oh, you yeah. feedback on me. Yeah, of course she I, did. For, I of forget she what did. she said. She didn't like yeah. the way that I smirked or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> God bless her. I'm like, that sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we we love the feedback. So not only are we getting it from the audience, but I'm actually getting it at home too. So it's it's good. I'm getting it from a lot of different a lot of different angles. And feedback is always a gift, whether it's positive, negative, constructive. If someone's going to take time out of their day to give you feedback, it's always a gift. So that's yeah. why I love hearing from the audience and, and hopefully they'll, they'll keep sending us more, more, uh, more feedback and uh, more advice and things they want to see, things they want to hear about. Yeah. You know, I think like you think about the, the past six months, it's been this like whirlwind and, mm. you know, I, I love it. Like I'm going to keep doing it for a while, you know, every Friday, I think that's the plan. Um, I'm still feeling it. I thought maybe by like month four, I'd be like, ah, this kind of sucks. I'm done with it. But I'm having a lot of fun. And it's it's the meeting, the people. And it, it got me thinking like, me and you do this once a week. We're like, who else can we meet? Who can we talk to? Like, oh, this yeah. sounds exciting. Um, you know, there there's one there's one on our, our wish list. I know we've talked about this. We want to get not just a player. We've had a couple ex-players on, but a player collector, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that that collects cards and they are literally still playing like a major sport. So we're still working on that. There, there are some names out there and we're trying to think of like who might be appropriate for the pod. But um, yeah, I think about that a lot, you know, like who, who should we get on here? Who can we get on here? It's pretty cool. Yeah. So to the audience, if you know of athletes or celebrities that collect, Mm. please, please shoot them our way. I mean, we know some of the obvious ones, Nick and you know we're we're chasing a couple that Nick had mentioned, but yeah, please please send us send us some send us the people you want to you want to hear from. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll track them down eventually. We're good at that. Excellent. Yeah. Well, LZ, do you have any other uh, reflections? I mean, I feel like this is a it's almost this is how we've felt about the past mm. six months and how it's gone and kind of our highlights. But um, any other thoughts? Any other deep thoughts before we? Oh, deep thoughts. I, I actually did have <laughs> did have another deep thought when you were talking about the celebrities, but it's but it's since uh finding some other people to to interview, but it it has since slipped my brain. I will say I think it's always good and I'm glad we took the time to do this at the end of the year. Well now we're at the beginning of the the, the new year now. Um, but it's good to reflect. Uh the audience can look forward to uh one that actually is a kind of a go forward look at where me and Nick want to take the pod and maybe mm. kind of some um, predictions we have as well. So th- that one, that one should be coming soon. Yep. So please, please look for that. 
Um, but otherwise, I, I would say just one more thank you to the audience. Mm. Just one more uh, thank you for, uh, you know, being loyal. Uh, you know, the, the five-star reviews are always good. But yep. um, certainly the feedback, uh, just please keep it coming. Uh, yeah, you, so. Yeah. Yeah, go on, Nick. We, yeah, sorry. We, um, I read every single review. So we've got a bunch. I'll read every single one. Um, they're all great, actually. We've got great reviews, thankfully. So if you if you leave something, that means a lot to us. You know, I will actually read it. And uh, they, they make me feel pretty good. And it keeps me motivated to kind of keep doing this um, when I see people that mm. this affects in a positive way. So, you know, don't be shy. Leave a review. Let me know you left a review. You know, uh, it, it's helpful. Obviously, you've got the, you know, the rankings and all this crazy stuff, you know, like five-star review self, but way beyond that, just leaving positive feedback for us in a public place is really cool. Cause I'll see it and I'll read it. Yep. And I just remembered the other thing I wanted to talk about. Sweet. <laughs> which is, which has a lot to do with, with what you just say. It's around uh, motivation. What motivates Nick and I to continue to do this. I mean, one is we want to put out content that we love. Um, with a lot of podcasts, I've heard the term that with podcasts, uh, the juice is not worth the squeeze. I've heard that before, right? Because there's a lot of time and energy that goes into creating a podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, and sometimes that time and energy, what you get out of it, it's just, it's just not worth it. So, you know, with Nick kind of reflecting, he thought maybe the first couple months, eventually he'd, he'd get bored and want to walk away. Um, I don't think neither of us feel that way. Um, and again, I, I, it comes back to, to the feedback and, and the audience and the, the growth and these great experiences. So the, the, uh, squeeze is definitely worth, uh, the juice or vice versa, but it, it's I agree. just, uh, it's been great. We'll keep yeah. doing this. We'll keep doing this for a while. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is great. Thanks everyone. The plan is for the next episode to be LZ and I predicting the future. <laughs> <laughs> in the card market <laughs> and beyond. So it should be a fun one because the audience will get to hold us accountable. Um, so look for that soon. All right, everyone. That was another episode of Sports Card Madness. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this episode, please take a few seconds and subscribe wherever you get them and uh, we'll keep them coming. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.